In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. May His grace and His blessing be with us now and unto the age of all ages. Amen. One day, our Lord Jesus Christ stood by the lake of Gennesaret, which is at the west of the Sea of Galilee, and He saw two boats that were standing by the lake, and outside the boats there were fishermen who were cleaning their nets. They had worked all night to catch fish, but had caught nothing. And now it was morning, and all they could do was clean their nets. Our Savior, seeing this sad scene before him, entered one of the boats, the boat that belonged to St. Peter. And he spoke to the multitudes who had come to the shore to hear his word. And when he had finished speaking to them from the boat, he told St. Peter, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Even though it was an illogical request, St. Peter trusted and obeyed the Lord, and we all know what happened next. They caught such a great number of fish that they had to call in other fishing boats to help them carry it all. And after this great miracle, Peter fell down at our Lord's feet and said, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. And in response, our Lord told him, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. We hear this story as part of our Coptic Orthodox lectionary at least twice a year. And each time we meditate on the great and miraculous catch of fish. But today, I would like to focus on the two boats that were mentioned in the story. One of these boats is empty and anchored next to the land, and the other boat has the blessing of carrying our Lord Jesus Christ as he taught the multitudes, and later this same boat would be launched into the deep for a great catch of fish. The early Church Fathers, and most notably St. Ambrose of Milan, they envisioned these two boats as symbols of people. The boat that was idle and empty symbolizes those who reject Christ, whereas those who believe in Christ are symbolized by the boat that carries Christ and is launched into the deep and catches a great a great number of fish. And of course, this boat, the one with Christ, the one that catches the great number of fish, this boat symbolizes the church. Those who refuse to believe in Christ are found idle and empty next to the land because they have nothing to fill the void inside of them. And so they cling to the land, they cling to the world and to its ways. They value earthly things over heavenly things. Those who possess Christ, however, are filled with the Holy Spirit, and they are called to go out into the deep to discover the profound mysteries of God and to catch a great number of fish. As the Holy Apostle Paul wrote in his epistle to the Romans, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Those who are guided by the Holy Spirit, who have Christ in their presence, 
are the ones who discover the depth and the riches of God. The difference between these two boats and the people they represent are made very clear elsewhere in the Holy Gospel. St. Peter, the owner of the boat that goes into the deep, he says to our Lord, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Whereas the unbelieving Jews, who are symbolized by the other boat, they say to our Savior in the Gospel, Is not this the son of Joseph, whose father we know? If these two boats symbolize different types of people, then we all must ask ourselves, which boat am I? Which boat am I? No doubt we would all like to think that we are the boat that symbolizes the church, the boat which carries Christ and is launched into the deep. But isn't it also true that there are moments in our lives when we are empty and idle. There are such moments, brothers and sisters, in our lives when we cling to earthly things and we neglect heavenly things. So the question is not as settled as you might think it is. Which boat am I? Is Christ present in my life the same way he was present on that boat which launched into the deep? Is his presence visible in my life, in my actions, my words, my relationships with others, and even my innermost thoughts? Do I live in the deep, constantly seeking depth in my relationship with God and a better understanding of his wisdom, his mysteries, his judgments? If we wish to be part of that boat that carried Christ, that boat that launched into the deep, the boat that caught a great number of fish, the boat that symbolizes the church, then we must learn the virtues of faith and trust in God. You remember our Lord, after he had finished speaking to the multitudes from the boat, he addressed Peter and said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. And Peter answered, Master, we have worked all night and have taken nothing. Remember that St. Peter and the rest of the apostles here were experienced fishermen. They were experienced fishermen. They knew the law of the sea. If at nighttime they didn't catch any fish, then during the day there was no chance for them to catch anything. Peter said this to Christ, but then he added, Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. They let them down, and a miracle happened. The boats were so filled with fish that they started to sink. Then St. Peter fell at the feet of our Savior and said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. This is the kind of faith we need to launch out into the deep. St. Peter knew that fish could not be caught during the day, but he accepted the word of Christ, and a miracle happened. The main miracle was not the abundance of fish, although that catch was indeed a miracle. 
The main miracle in today's story is the change of soul that occurred in St. Peter and the other apostles. Just as the boat was sailing on the deep, St. Peter entered the depth of his soul and he saw himself for who he really was. This is why he told our Savior, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. This is the process of faith. First, we accept in our heart the word of Christ, and we fulfill his commandments, and then the depths will be open to us, the depths of the knowledge of God, beginning with the depth of our own soul, leading to our salvation. Living in the deep, or in other words, living with this kind of faith, is the safest thing for us. In today's Gospel from Luke chapter 5, our Lord took his disciples into the deep, and they safely caught a great number of fish. But in Matthew chapter 8, our Lord was on the same exact boat with his disciples when a great storm arose and tossed that boat to and fro. How is it that the same boat was safe and peaceful in Luke 5, but almost destroyed in Matthew 8? It's the same boat, and both times the boat had Christ and the apostles on it, so why was it safe one time and in peril another time? The answer, brothers and sisters, is Judas. Judas, the one who betrayed our Savior. In Luke 5, in today's story, our Lord sailed only with his disciples who were fishermen. And as we heard, they had faith and trusted in him. Judas was not a fisherman, so he was not with them in today's gospel. In Matthew 8, however, the same boat sails with all of the disciples, including Judas and his lack of faith, which eventually would lead to him betraying our Savior. When the faithful disciples sail with our Lord, there is peace and calm. But when the unbelieving Judas is added to their company in the exact same boat, there is a violent storm. The difference is faith. The difference is trust in God. If we have this faith and trust in God, we will be safe in that boat, just as Noah and those who were with him were saved from the great flood as they sailed in the ark, which is a symbol of the church. And we should not forget, brothers and sisters, as we consider what these boats mean, we should not forget that the church is symbolized by a boat because the work of the church is salvation. Noah and those who were with him were saved in the ark from the great flood by being in the ark. And this is why the church is symbolized by boats. In fact, this main area of the church, as I've told you before, has a name. The name of this, this area is called, the, it's the nave. And you might hear similarity to the word navy, because this literally is the boat where you're all seated today. Being here is being safe. But being outside 
means that you are in the great flood, you are in the storm, and there is danger that you will perish. But being here with faith and trust in the Lord means that we are safe. And this is why we have to pay special attention to the command that our Lord gave the apostles and to all of us at the end of today's gospel. He said to Peter, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. Brothers and sisters, are we fishers of men? Are we fishers of men? Somewhere in our history, for whatever reason, we lost this notion that we must be fishers of men and bring all to the church. I think in the Coptic Orthodox Church, it's something related to our unique history, because for us in Egypt, there are only two main religions, and ours is the one that was persecuted, the one that oftentimes had to go underground. And so we never learned how to be bold and to be fishers of men in the sense that our Lord calls us to preach to all the nations. And because of this, a lot of us For whatever reason, we are content just coming to our church and seeing people who maybe grew up in the same place and maybe speak the same language, and we're very comfortable. But this is not enough for salvation, and this is not enough to fulfill our Lord's command, which is that we are to be fishers of men. We need to do a better job, brothers and sisters, about caring for the salvation of the people outside of these walls, and not just the ones who are Egyptian. No, everyone, the ones who are on the streets, our neighbors, our co-workers, our supervisors, the ones that we encounter every day are just as precious in the eyes of God as the people who we know from our hometown village in Egypt. They are just as precious, and our Lord commands us to go and to catch them, to be fishers of men. You know, there were two times in the gospel when our Lord commanded his disciples to catch fish. The first one is what we heard today, and that occurred before our Lord's resurrection. The second time occurred in the gospel according to St. John after our Lord's resurrection. And when our Lord commanded them to let down their nets, they caught 153 fish. What a unique number. And how strange it is that St. John records for us that exact number. They caught 153 fish. The early church fathers, they unlock the mystery of this number when they teach us that at the time of Christ, there was believed to be 153 different races of people. And so when our Lord commanded them to catch 153 fish, it was a symbol of how they were to go to all the world and catch every race, not just the Jews, not just the people that they grew up with, but everyone, 153 representing all the nations of the earth. And so we have work to do, brothers and sisters. We are now in a time of transition in the church. The Coptic Orthodox Church began in America as an immigrant church. 
In other words, it was the church when St. Pope Carolus, God um, gave him wisdom to send a group of Coptic Christians to North America, and then he sent them priests to take care of them. And the point during this phase was just to take care of the people who came here. And we had this phase in the 1960s all the way until recently. The church in America was just to take care of the Egyptians that came. But our church is no longer an immigrant church with its only purpose as taking care of the Egyptians. No, our church has now taken root and blossomed in America. And so our church is now called to bring the nations to herself. And this is why his eminence in his wisdom established churches like this one, like St. Gregory American Coptic Orthodox Church. Because before we had these types of churches, there was a conflict. There were the people who wanted the church to be just maintenance for people who came from Egypt. And then there were the youth and others who wanted the church to be more, to be more active in mission, to bring people to the church. And there was a conflict. But now there doesn't have to be a conflict because now we have wonderful churches who are serving the people that immigrate from Egypt. And we have many in our area. And we also have churches like ours who are not meant just to maintain culture or to serve the people who immigrate from Egypt, but are meant to reach out into the world and to catch these fish. We need to do a better job. We're going through a transition, but now we need to wake up and understand the mission has changed. The mission has changed. And we do have places that can help our brothers and sisters who want to preserve their culture, who want to continue speaking Arabic, who want to just come to church and find someone familiar. We have great churches doing this. But we also have churches like ours that are going out into the world and trying to catch those who are precious to Christ, those fish that he is waiting for us to bring in. And so let us remember, brothers and sisters, that we are to live in the deep. We are to be in that boat in which Christ was present, that boat that sails on the deep, the boat that lets down its net and catches a great number of fish so that we can fulfill our Lord's commandment to each and every one of us, the commandment in today's gospel and also his last words in the gospel according to St. Matthew when he told his disciples to go into all nations preaching and teaching and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And glory be to God forever. Amen.